on the app, online and across the Cape on 567 AM. This is Cape Talk. It is a Saturday morning and it is the sprint and we're going to be chatting to Carl Lewis as we always do. We wake him up on a Sunday morning, but then we have to give him cook sisters and coffee and stuff like that. So we wake him up on a Saturday. He's got some home chores to do. He's got some painting to do and some lawn to go and mow and stuff like that. And we thought, okay, we'll wake him up on a Saturday morning. Carl, a very good morning to you. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Zane. I'm my I'm actually going to the Cape Town City uh, Orlando Pirates match at the Athlone Stadium. That's what my Saturday is looking like. They were in the studio during the course of the week and um, uh, chatting on Friday morning to Kino Kamis and uh, Johannes was one of our technical guys. He ran up wanting to take pictures with oh. this guy. I thought the Springboks were in town. <laughs> oh, Easy Joe is a huge Orlando Pirates fan. And, you know, if they beat Cape Town City, it's a big step in uh, winning the league There's only two matches left So uh, They're in a Very tight race With Sundown So it's such a big game Tickets are sold out For the Athlone Stadium So Yeah it's going to be A great atmosphere It's going to be super Okay we'll We'll catch up Monday morning As to uh, What the result Of that particular match is But um, Things don't look Very good for Casta Semenya You know She lost the case Against the IAAF At the court Of arbitration For, for sport uh, which ruled that the IAAF is allowed to set maximum levels for testosterone allowed uh, in a female competing, uh, you know, in one of its leagues. So this means that Semenya would uh, not be able to compete unless she uses drugs to reduce the, the natural levels of her testosterone in the body. Now, the thing for me, Carl, is I, I looked at quite a few things happening on social media, and, and all that Custer Semenya says was, please allow me to compete in the natural state that I was born in, and allow me to compete in my own body. What bugs me a lot about this ruling is that it actually touches somebody's integrity. Mm. And to lose your integrity is to lose your self-respect, is to lose everything. And you need to fight hard, nail and tooth to actually keep that above. What does this ruling mean? And is there an appeal after this? Where do we go from here? Okay, just on starting with the appeal, uh, there is a char- opportunity for an appeal at the Swiss Federal Tribunal. Uh, so they have 30 days, uh, 28 days now from that ruling. So I think they'll obviously, it's a 165 page ruling and document. So la- they'll have to go through that, the lawyers, and they'll probably decide there. But I do think they'll have a case. The reason I say that, even though the three judge panel ruled 2-1 in favor of the IWF, they still said they have huge misgivings about how this will be practically implemented. How are you going to force uh, these athletes to take uh, their testosterone um, suppressants and how are you going to manage it? Um, and also, they spoke about the possible side effects that this will have. I mean, you affect, you're playing with some, um, a human being's hormone, so obviously there, there's going to be a reaction. So another thing from what the judges said, they said, yes, the, this, um, these, these proposed testosterone regulations are discriminatory in nature. However, it's justified and reasonable, uh, in terms of what the IWF are trying to do. And in their words, in inverted commas, they want to level the playing field. So yeah, that's where we stand. Is it basically a situation of they didn't want to commit themselves to anything that they made? They sort of went with the, with the safer option of the particular ruling because there would be massive implications for a number of other athletes, except for Casta Semenya, 
Um, and they said, okay, take it to appeal and then rather leave it there. Where this ruling, you see, I look at the judge's ruling and I think they are right to uh, kind of be apprehensive to, because this whole issue is not black and white. It's far from black and yes. white. So Dr. Rostak, he was an expert witness yes. um, on Custer's team. However, he totally understands what the IWF, their reasoning conceptually, but the practicality of it, it kind of borders on, on um, you know, you in this ethical and moral dilemma, basically. So he was explaining it to me. This is how intense this battle is. One piece, normally in a case, you know, the two opposing teams would argue about yeah. evidence. These two teams in the Custer Semenya uh, case, they are agreeing on evidence, but they see the same evidence as beneficial to their argument. And Dr. Ross Tucker was saying that it's fascinating. For every point that the IAAF comes with, Custer has a, a valid rebuttal. And the same for, for Custer. So it's so complex. That's why a lot of scientists and a lot of in the medical profession, they believe, you know, it's not black and white. And now we're bordering on, on, like I said, this model ethical issue. Now we, we kind of, okay, you, 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 we basically labeling Custer as, as different. Now she needs to change herself. So yeah, it's, it's, I don't think there's a right answer in this whole situation. Mm. And, and uh, the one big thing that was cited was the fact that, you know, she needs to take these suppressants and these suppressants would bring about um, a whole different range of side effects, um, yep. you know, and, and I, I think that's the one thing that the IAAF is saying, you know what, unfortunately, we need to set a standard, we need to make a decision, but we also need to take cognizance of this particular fact. Yeah. Uh, so, so what some people say is that these suppressants will have a huge impact on, on Semenya's performance. We're talking a few, a few seconds, uh, just below I think it was seven seconds that uh, a figure that was um, going around that will affect the 800 meter performance. And wow. that's huge. That's massive. For an elite athlete, it's huge. Um, and the woman, Katrina Carcasis, uh, who I spoke to, she's a testosterone expert. And, um, you know, there was a case, uh, Indian sprinter duty chant. Yes. Uh, in 2015, she was an expert witness for that. And she was saying, you know, <laughs> This is going to affect her big time. Uh, the, her she's words was debilitating him. She's been supporting Custer all along. Yes. Yes. Mm. She has. So, I, I mean, it's a, it's really a fascinating, uh, argument. If you, if you take out the emotion, it's, it's incredible. And you can see why some people are saying this is the biggest debate and most important case in world sport ever. Uh, yeah. And on the home ground, you know, uh, it's going to be very difficult, like I said, it's going to be difficult for Custer to take these testosterone suppressants and then eventually get herself back up to a level again. It's, it's just not probably going to happen. Mm. Um, on the home front, she's had a lot of support from the government side. She's had a lot of support from the South African public. She's had a lot of support on, on social media. Um, how does that pan out? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not just local support. It's international support as well, you know. Um the UN, even before the uh, before the ruling came out, they were they feel that this whole uh, proposed regulations is a violation of human rights. Um, so she has international. Billie Jean King is on a, is on her side. So the support is definitely there because people realize, you know, now the the irony of this all, you know, in a sport where doping is frowned upon, 
now suddenly you're forcing someone who in a national state to dope. So you, yeah. so others can compete with her. But yeah, I mean, I'm not a medical expert. We don't know Acosta's medical condition. Um, for, as a fact, you know, it's, it's rumored that she's, she's intersex. Um, and I don't know. Are we gonna, uh, is this, are we gonna now move to having a intersex category? Yes. It's very dangerous territory we're living in. Yeah. I think this is the whole thing that, that, that people were saying, you know, you need to have men on the one side, you need to have, um, uh, females on the other side, and then you have a sort of intersex category in the middle. But it's not practical. Yeah. It's not practical at all. And we had a long battle in Africa with, you know, against the West and against a lot of people in the, in the sort of Mediterranean areas. We have a long battle with these people in terms of proving to them that black is beautiful. Mm. Now we need to prove to them that black is not different. Yeah. And, you know, as much as you, um, as much as we say, as people say, you can understand where the IWF is coming from, you can just as easily say that this definitely feels targeted at Custer Semenya. The reason I say that, right? The 400-800 meter band, but uh, they made these regulations applicable to. Or they also wanted the 1,500 meter. Those are all her events, remember? And they don't have the evidence for 1,500 meter. The evidence and the data is not there to support their argument. And they found that testosterone in their studies, which a lot of Academics have kind of poked holes in. In, in the IWF study, they say this uh, testosterone, higher testosterone also affects 110 meter hurdles, but there's no ruling on 110. There's one or two other events as well that there's no ruling. It's just middle distance. So that's why there's a sense that, you know, Custer is being targeted here. Mm. And, and I think that's the case is that we feel very strongly that it's uh, specifically targeted at one particular because that was going to be my next question as to uh, are there any ath- any other athletes or any other events where this takes place uh, where the ruling does not apply? Um, no. So uh, there's no mm. other events. Remember, they tried this with the Indian sprinter. They tried to make a whole blanket thing. Uh, old blanket ban, I think, and that didn't work out. They lost that case. So they went back, redid the evidence and their research, and they found that high testosterone affects five or six events or four or five events, but they've only kind of middle distance athletes, 400, 800, 1.5, not 110 meter hurdles. So, yeah. And for Gustav Semenya, where does it go to forward from here to the appeal? Okay, so as it stands now, Custer will be competing. Uh, I, I mean, she, she will, n- with the ruling, she needs to start taking her medication next week, the 8th of May, as soon as that. And world champs are, I think, October. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. So she needs to start taking her stuff, her medication now. Um, let's say they don't appeal the, you know, when her appeal date will be set, we don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, so basically her next steps are she needs to t- start uh, taking her uh, testosterone suppressants next week to be in consideration for for world champs later this year. Yeah, L- let's hope the appeal goes through and let's hope that this uh, particular ruling then gets overturned because I, uh, like you said, you know, um, it, it is a ruling and it is a decision that it it is for or against. It is the same kind of sentiments and the same kind of arguments on both sides of the page. So I, I think let's hope that that actually goes through. Carl Lewis chatting to us with the sprint. Uh, he's off and hopefully to do his chores. Otherwise, the wife won't let him go to the soccer match later. <laughs> so uh, take care and enjoy.